The following is a paid program, and the views expressed on this show do not represent the views of WJZ AM, Intercom Communications, its sponsors, or affiliates. The following is a pre recorded show. Get ready, Baltimore. It's time for some super slams and beatdowns. We've got the cheap shots and the clean finishes. Watch out for the chair. Oh, that's gotta hurt. <laughs> this is Top of the Road. Your Monday night wrestling show on CBS Sports Radio 1300. Now, here's the enforcer. Baltimore's own, Gil Kuda Jr. Hey, this is a national treasure and the real world's heavyweight wrestling champion, Nick Aldis, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Topics. Welcome to Top of the Rope Wrestling Radio, ladies and gentlemen. Um, I have sort of a central theme to this show. Normally, I don't have central themes, per se, I sort of have things segmented out, but I have a central theme to this show, and that is, what is the real problem in professional wrestling today? That's a pretty loaded question these days. There's a lot going on. There have been bevies of sexual assault allegations. Coronavirus means there are no live crowds. There are entire promotions that have stopped tapings or production of material or content, whatever word we use nowadays, in their entirety. And now there are huge questions that need to be asked. For example, given the recent allegations that have been all but officially directly confirmed by Marty Skrull himself, who was the highest paid man on the roster, who also was the head booker for Ring of Honor, who was supposed to be the voice and the face that would bring in other talent that would finally take Ring of Honor off the bottom rung and start bringing him up. Now, he might not be in that position anymore. Now, there is no indication that he may or may not be in that position, but given PR and how devastatingly important public relations are nowadays almost to the point where it's more important that you look good than actually be good we're almost to that point and not just wrestling but just about everything where the appearance of a good look is more important than the actual good look itself that's why i ask what is the big problem in wrestling today is male wrestlers being overly creepy and committing sexual assault and doing things as awful as to the level of, I, I don't even want to bring the word up, but I think you know where I'm headed. NXT UK, the vast majority of the male part of that roster has been accused of some form of sexual assault or harassment. And then, and here's part one of my central theme. There were two reports that I read, and I'm going to call them out by name because they deserve it. The first one was Sports Kida under the headline, WWE, I'm paraphrasing this headline, WWE 
thinking about closing NXT UK. That was the headline. That WWE was thinking about shutting down its entire UK-based brand. Then I saw another article that said the real story or an update on the status of NXT UK. Now, I want to point out how these headlines are different. An update on the status of NXT UK. What does that imply before you click? It implies, well, something must be going on with NXT UK. Clearly, there have been allegations. Clearly, it's been on the tip of everyone's tongue. Clearly, it's been something important to some degree, one way or another. But what's going on? There's a status update. I'm curious. And then you click it, and you read it, and you find out the status update. While the other one had a headline that said WWE could possibly be considering closing down an entire international branch. Which one do you think is just looking for you to read it and doesn't care what you think about The one who openly says, hey, this company is thinking about doing this. As opposed to just saying, hey, uh, we, we got some more information on what's going on. That's why, for us hardcore fans, we have to be more careful. Do not headline. Don't read headlines and move on in wrestling reporting. Even if it's from sources you trust. Because you have to find sources you trust. I have two. Sean Ross Sapp of Fightful and Ryan Satin. Those are my two. But I read their articles and then I check other things. Because if they write something and then 40,000 other articles come out that say the opposite, I don't know if that's true. But you also have to remember it is their job to get you to click. Now this is just me and my personal opinion. I am personally more likely to click on status update of any, basically anything, than, hey, this big, this, this thing is going to do this thing, as if it's fact, as if it was a fact. And then if you read the article that said WWE was going to close down, or was thinking about closing down NXT UK. If you read the article, now it said they had held emergency meetings. It said that it had been a concern, the level of sexual harassment and abuse allegations. And then they brought up all this great talent that's in NXT UK, and they might not know where it's going to go. It said all that. But it did not say in the article any quote or confirmation or anything that WWE was actually considering it. Yes, it said it is costing WWE a ton of money because NXT UK can't do any material right now because of how strict the coronavirus lockdown is over in the UK. They understand that. Then I read the other one, which is just a status update, and they said, hey, they're planning on starting up audience-free tapings over there in the next two months. Because right now it's just sitting there costing them money and not making any of it. Not only that, but before the virus broke out, they had thoughts of opening performance centers in various parts of the world. They wanted to open a performance center in India. They wanted to open a performance center in Japan. They wanted to open a performance center in Mexico. They wanted to open a performance center in Canada. So not only 
Would they nowhere close to shutting down NXT UK? But there are conflicting reports, not confirmed, but reported, that they are going to start doing shows again, and that they even intend to expand their international base again. And I think the reason why people are willing to go to the headline that says they're going to shut it down instead of not is because of this 12-year-old fear that everyone thinks Vince McMahon is on a mission to kill independent wrestling and make himself the only fish in the pond. Now, whether that's true or not, that's up for you to debate. But here is my opinion on that. So what if he does? If he can, he should. That's how this works. You can't keep up with Vince, you go down. Facts. Look at AEW right now. Look at what they're doing. They're burning through their best ideas just to stay even. They've been around for a little bit over a year. And now they're doing Orange Cassidy versus Chris Jericho. You really think they should be rolling this out when they can't have a live audience? When they can't. Now, granted, if you don't have a choice, you don't have a choice. But is Vince rolling out high-profile storylines with no audiences? No, he's not. He's not. Yeah, he did Edge versus Orton, but that was a farewell swan song. You could have done that anytime. But look at the rest of it. Who is Ziggler facing? I'm sorry, who is McIntyre facing? Ziggler. A guy he used to tag team with. They have some history. Okay, no big deal. Ziggler's an amazing talent. McIntyre's been proving himself a good champion. But is Ziggler McIntyre really pay-per-view headline worthy? If you have a live crowd of 18,000 people? The answer is no. Randy Orton is the legend killer again. He's going to go back to taking out guys that are at the end of his career. It looks like Big Show is next. Are people really asking for Randy Orton versus Big Show in 2020? No, but is this the right time to do it because it's a time to not bring out your biggest guns? Yes! What is AEW doing? They're throwing the best they've got at you because they're trying to stay above water. There are rumors they are going to try to recreate the Four Horsemen. That's the worst idea I've ever heard. The one group that almost any wrestling fan of any denomination either has heard of, knows, likes, loves, or may consider on the list or quite possibly the greatest faction ever. They're going to recreate it. Now, that's not confirmed. Again, none of this is confirmed. Read it up for yourself. Don't buy headlines. Look into it. And the reason I'm being like this on this show to all of you is because I find it amazing how quickly people react to things and just immediately see how nuts it is. Like Carmella and Corey Graves. And everybody thought Carmella might be into some weird stuff. And then if you really looked into it, it turns out they were just joking. But you all put stuff up. Oh man, she's weird. This is uh, just immediately, like clockwork. There were memes. There were captioned pictures. There were well thought out jokes. There were things that were almost like riddles over this. I don't get it. None of all you had to do was look into it and learn. And my point is, what business is it of yours? What they? It's their thing. So what? They're nice enough to do a podcast about their relationship. If it's too weird for you, don't listen. That's all. That's the thing that wrestling fans, particularly hardcore wrestling fans, have forgotten. 
You ha- they have forgotten that you have the ability not to watch. Now, granted, some of them relearned that this week. And I believe because the disciplinary action that was taken against Sammy Guevara for what he said about Sasha Banks back in 2016 and the disciplinary action that was taken about against Jimmy Havoc as well, I believe a lot of fans, specifically AEW fans, did not believe that that was enough to make them happy about what they did. So they decided not to watch. And they got crushed in the ratings against NXT. But also, have you noticed the way that they handle this? Have you noticed this? AEW, oh, we we put Jimmy in rehab. We sent Sammy to sensitivity training. Okay, all right. I mean, you know, it's a private company. Handle it however you want. Have you noticed how WWE has handled Velveteen Dream? That dude just vanished. Gone. In this business, that's how you handle it. Now, granted, it's going to get out. People are going to know. Social media and 24-hour news have completely changed that. No company is ever safe from its bad news getting out because the very face of journalism is changing. It used to be you get your source, you keep your source confidential, and you never give up your source ever, and you don't leak anything that might not be appropriate. Now, you really don't care all that much about your source. You leak whatever you can because it's not about it being true. It's you're going to get paid based on how many people read what you've got as opposed to how good what you wrote was. And that has bled over into wrestling journalism, if you really want to call it journalism. I mean, look, I know they do reporting. I've met a lot of them. They all seem to be good people. But let's be real, man. You're all reporting what everybody else is reporting. And it's a very tight-knit, closed-circle, small spectrum of news. And everybody has the same article at the same time they trickle in a new article every couple every couple minutes so that's why i'm happy that i'm just kind of going off with this man it's officially gotten too much it's gotten to be too much what wrestling fans want nowadays has gone through the roof and i guess it's warranted when times are good All you do is want them to get better. That's always how it's been. What's the phrase? If you give a mouse a cookie, he's going to want a glass of milk. That's just how it goes. But wrestling companies, and I think in a positive way, are fighting back on this. They are not implicitly listening. They're saying, this is our product. If you like it, great. If you don't, tough for you. I got to let you guys know about our friends at Pro-Am Belts. Use our promo code TBT15OFF. That's TBT15OFF for 15% off your next purchase at ProAmBelts.com. Follow them on Twitter at Pro-Am Belts. They made a great belt for us at the Turnbuckle Topics Network. Again, TBT15OFF for 15% off your next purchase from there. Go over to Hidden Talent Company on Etsy, where Turnbuckle Topics' very own Linz and her sister are making all kinds of custom stuff. Now, because the 4th of July is coming up, they are making a lot of patriotic presidential-type gear. Go check that out. It looks fantastic. So on Etsy, go look at it. Hidden Talent Company, our very own Linz, is putting out fantastic-looking gear. 
He's already in the process of making some gear for me. That's supposed to look fantastic. So when I return, I will finally tell you what I think the real problem in wrestling is today. Not to mention some updates on the New Japan Cup and what we may or may not see on Monday Night Raw this evening. Stick around, it's gonna be fun. CBS Sports Radio 1300. Tell 1057 The Fan about a business or a person that's gone above and beyond for others during COVID-19. All the doctors and nurses, restaurant deliveries, store workers. Everyone here at the grocery stores, the healthcare workers, truck drivers. Go to 1057thefan.com to spotlight them on 1057 The Fan. Sponsored by H&S Bakery, Schmidt Baking, and Northeast Foods, who want to thank their frontline employees for the dedication they've shown to help feed America. Hi, I'm Greg Brown. I'm Nadja Wright Brown. I grew up here in Maryland, and this is your open invitation to visit. Being from the community, we wanted to invest in it, bring a positive energy and a good attitude. So we opened up Land of Kush. We wanted to bring people soul food, but healthy soul food. When we meet people here, we want to get to know you, where you're from, what do you like to do, but we want to share Maryland with you as well. What happens here, what we like, and what we like to do. I'm not from Maryland, but people were welcoming. I felt at home here. You need to know every place and every person here has unique personality and character, and I like that. And we love meeting people from all over. Yeah, my family is from all around the state. It's so diverse, so many cultures. Everyone's open and friendly. It's true. So what I say is keep your mind open and expect the unexpected. I did and found the love of my life and my husband. (laughs) (laughs) Be open for it. Go to visitmaryland.org to find out more about what Maryland offers. Yeah, we're all busy with important things to do. But don't forget, it's also important to laugh. Laughing keeps you sane. So for your sanity's sake, check out Comedy Now on Radio.com. After college, I moved into my own apartment. It's near where my parents live. It's across the hallway. Comedy Now plays nonstop stand-up comedy from the best comedians in America. I'll tell you what place I like on the plane is that little bathroom. It's like your own little apartment on the plane. Listen to Comedy Now anytime on Radio.com, on your desktop, smart speakers, or the free Radio.com app. Hey, it's the Moose. Mark Malusa is talking a little bit about AutoZone. Why? Because I love them. They've got more ways for you to get what you need when you need it. Why do I love them? They help me out. My wife needed a new battery. Car would not start one morning. Hopped online, ordered it. AutoZone.com. Same day pickup, picked it up curbside, put the battery back in the car. My wife's now driving all across Stanford, Connecticut. And listen, they don't just have batteries. They have over 100,000 parts available for you to order online. That's what makes them great as well. They'll take care of you like they took care of me. AutoZone.com. Start your job fast. Get in the zone. AutoZone. You've been camping in your backyard, cycling in your living room. You've been enjoying rain showers in your bathroom, campfires on your TV screen. You've been counting stars and birds from your window and holding family cookouts in the kitchen. Now, get ready to go. Go on a real vacation. Take the wheel at your nearest RV dealer or at GoRV.com. Hey, this is Reba McIntyre, and I wanted to take a moment to talk to you about a serious problem right here in our own backyard. Did you know that there are nearly 16 million kids struggling with hunger in America? That's one out of every five precious children in this country who might not get to eat dinner tonight. But hope is just around the bend because there's enough healthy, nutritious food produced in this country to put a smile on the face of every last hungry kid. And that's when the Feeding America Nationwide Network of Food Banks steps into the picture. 
They collect surplus food, engaging their communities in solving hunger and giving hope to the hungry kids and their families. But they need your help. So join me in supporting Feeding America and your local food bank. Find out how you can help at feedingamerica.org. Together, we can solve hunger. Together, we're Feeding America. A message from Feeding America and the Ad Council. When Dad needed help getting around, I became his driver. Any daughter would do the same. But soon enough, he needed help doing more things. And it was up to me to be his personal shopper and financial manager, too. And before I knew it, Dad moved in with me. So I became his cook, his personal assistant, his physical therapist, and even his nurse. When I started taking care of Dad, I didn't realize all the roles I'd have to play. But no matter what, I know I'm still his daughter. We understand the many roles you play. And to help, we created an online caregiving resource center. At aarp.org caregiving, you can find resources and connect with the caregiving community. Together, we can better care for ourselves and the ones we love. Visit aarp.org caregiving to learn more. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. I want to thank my mommy for loving me so much. For, for taking, taking me to the doctor when I broke my foot. For leaving me alone when I wanted to be alone. And, and now, as a grown-up, I'm thankful for being able to take care of you, my dear mom. For taking you to your therapies. For understanding that sometimes you simply want to be alone. Roles change without us noticing. That's why AARP gives you the information to provide even better care for your loved one. Visit aarp.org caregiving. Brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. You're listening to a pre-recorded show. Every Monday night from 6 to 7, it's the top of the rope wrestling show on CBS Sports Radio 1300. Now, once again, here's the enforcer, Gil Kuda Jr. Hey, this is a national treasure and the real world's heavyweight wrestling champion, Nick Aldis. And you're listening to Turnbuckle Topics. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. So, the real crop of professional wrestling. I, I discussed wrestling media. I discussed how I believe how greedy wrestling fans have become now. Now, now let me make something clear. If you want to be an overly greedy wrestling fan... I have no issue with that, okay? It's just like when wide receivers in the NFL get mad that they don't get thrown the ball a lot. I will never have a problem with the receiver asking for the ball, ever. I'll never have a problem with wrestling fans asking for more. My problem is when you ask for something and then you go on Twitter and you put out this whole elaborate plan of here's how it should go, and then it goes like you described it, word for word, and you are still not happy with it. That's my issue. When you do not get exactly what you, or I'm sorry, no, let me, let me backtrack. When you get exactly what you want, and somehow it's not, the goalposts move again. Why? Because you feel like you're the one who inspired. You feel like you are your own Twitter sphere version of the Monday Night Messiah. 
you think that your tweet is the reason why. So if I put out another one, maybe they'll listen to that one too. And if they don't, they're not listening. They don't care. And you, you just, honestly, you need to take a breath if that's really how you think this works. Okay? Twitter participation across the board has gone down dramatically across the United States. Because it was this great concept. Everybody can share thoughts with everybody, and it has done a lot of good on this planet. Don't get me wrong. But at the same time, you know how when you're not on social media, and you're just talking to a couple friends, you know, a private conversation, and you say something like, and you're talking about what other people have said about quite literally anything, and you go, man, I love how these people think that we care what they have to say, and we don't. And that could be about anybody. <laughs> anybody. Have you noticed you apply that? I apply that. Everybody applies that. When you're sitting there privately, you could give a you-know-what about what anybody has to say. But then you go on social media and suddenly you care what everyone has to say. We have developed these double lives. And in wrestling, it is just as prevalent. I have met podcasters. I have met fans. I have met writers who are big parts of wrestling. And when you meet them in person, man, they think the product is okay. They think it's good. They have all these people they like. They have all these people they don't. They have good heels. They have bad heels. They have good faces. They have bad faces. They have this guy should be champion. They have this guy shouldn't be champion. They have why haven't this guy won a title? Why haven't that guy won a title? But then once they get on Twitter, they are this holier-than-thou, everything-sucks opinion maker. And it bothers me it should bother everybody once you're in the public eye and nobody knows who you actually are because it's not you even if the picture on your profile is of you it's not you it's some witty name and phrase that you put yourself behind to put it out because you know none of it is ever actually gonna come back to you that's why if you've noticed the last two times i've tweeted it has been to put my show out that is it. I have stopped live tweeting events. One, because I'm tired of them getting ruined for me before I see what happens. Because, yeah, I'm one of those fans. I don't want to know the result before it happens. Sorry. Secondly, it's just because there's no middle ground. There's no middle ground of anything. It makes me sad. There's no middle ground. There's no, oh, that was all right. No. It's either, that was the greatest thing I've ever seen, or, man, that totally sucked. And most of the time, when you walk into a show, you think, man, this show's going to be terrible. No matter what company puts it on, no matter who's on the card, no matter what. You have seen stacked cards. You have seen NXT and WWE put up these stacked cards. Big match after big match and then titles on the line and everything. And you go, but it's WWE. They'll probably mess it up. Then why show up, man? You have the option to not watch it. And yes, I realize the paradox of a guy doing a radio show about professional wrestling basically over and over telling you that if you don't like it, you don't have to watch professional wrestling. I understand the paradox of that. But once you understand that, it will be so much easier. And a lot of people don't. Now, granted, I haven't missed any wrestling material 
that has happened since the outbreak started, since everything. Okay, and I want to give a couple of opinions on a couple of issues that are going on right now. One thought process that's going around right now is that we should shut down wrestling completely for the rest of 2020 because it's either a health thing or some people have said it's not even because of COVID. It's because the product is so bad. They just need to take a break from it. Okay, I understand the public health argument. I really do. But these companies are doing everything they can within the state that they're in. They're the, the, the two that are really doing it in the U.S. are both in Florida. They're following Florida's. They're following Florida's health guidelines. They're doing everything they can to slow the spread. They're disinfecting everything. They're being as careful as they can. They're having the smallest crowds that they can. But they need it to be some shade of the product that you expect. And that's what you're seeing in both NXT and AEW. Then you see New Japan, and New Japan is very different in a lot of different ways. One, there is no crowd at all. They have all their commentators in their own little plexiglass boxes. The wrestlers, it's just the wrestlers and the refs. There aren't nearly as many people at ringside. It's a skeleton crew when it comes to cameras and everything. But you also have to remember, the Japanese culture is a culture based on respect. The American culture is you can do whatever the heck you want. That is our culture. And whether you like that or not, that's our culture. You can do whatever you want. That's why all of these things in place are recommendations that you do not have to follow by law, but they are recommended for the sake of public health. And a lot of people choose to follow them. That's fine. But these companies are doing everything they can, and this is how they make their money. Now, granted, WWE could probably stay afloat if they stopped entirely. And then they had... And then someone caught the coronavirus at the WWE Performance Center. Somebody caught it, at the, and everybody went, shut it down! Somebody caught it! Look, man, people are going to catch this thing, okay? And they're still soldiering on through this. And I say soldiering on, not as an apologist, not as somebody who doesn't think that the virus is real. Trust me, it's real. I know it is. I take all the precautions myself. I do everything I can to stay at home as often as I can possibly stay home. I don't leave the house unless I have a real reason to leave the house. Trust me. However, this is a business. This is a business. All of the people involved must go to work to make ends meet. And I think a lot of people know that about these situations. But you want them to put it aside for the sake of public health. Now, I get it. I understand that. But they know what they're doing. I know it, it hasn't been reported, but you really don't think there wasn't a slew of new forms that AEW and WWE made them all sign before they came back to work? You really don't think there was some sort of contractual obligation that got rid of liability for the company and that people were there on their own merit? Because all of these people have the right to not show up to work. Sami Zayn in WWE is one of them. He was the sitting Intercontinental Champion, and he chose to stop going to work because of COVID-19. That's perfectly fine. But he knew he was going to lose his title. He knew he was going to lose TV time. He knew he was going to get forgotten. Everybody knew that, especially him. But he did it anyway because he could do that. All of them have the right to do that. It's not like WWE is dragging these wrestlers out of their apartments in Winter Park, Florida, saying, come to work or you're fired. No. 
WWE and wrestling in and of itself has been ahead of the curve on that aspect. WWE lets male superstars go home when their wives have children. Okay? Do you understand how on a regular business aspect, how far ahead of the curve that is? They're the ones who do it. But it's just, but that's just when you're at the top of the mountain, everybody wants to knock you off. I know that's a way overused phrase, especially in pro wrestling. But now the final point that all comes to a head. The real problem with wrestling today is us. It is the fan base. It is the radio shows. It is the podcasts. It is the journalists. It is us. We have given them someone that they need to please. And it is no longer, you do your job, we'll show up. That's no longer what it is. Now it's, you do your job in this specific way, by this specific time, as quickly as humanly possible, or we're not going to go away or stop watching, but we're going to eviscerate you online the whole time that you're doing it. And you'll wonder why they're so tentative to change anything. They're listening. WWE put out a public statement that they're changing who their head of creative is. They pulled back the curtain and said, we have a different guy writing the script now. When have they ever done that before this climate that we created for them? So yes, I am saying it is not their fault. It is ours. We brought a lot of this on ourselves. And then thanks to anonymity and social media, we have the ability to say, hey, it wasn't our fault. We didn't do it, but we did. Now, to move on from that, if you got the chance to see uh, NXT or AEW last Wednesday, and if you haven't picked which one to watch, I highly recommend that you pick NXT. And... They had a good match. The main event for the North American Championship was a lot of fun. Keith Lee defended his title, which means he is going to face Adam Cole, baby, for his NXT Championship either next week or the week after. Why? Because the next two Wednesdays, AEW is going to run Fighter Fest, which was supposed to be a pay-per-view, but now they're just going to do it over two nights of dynamite. So NXT is going to do the same thing. They're going to run a similar type show over two nights. So, make sure you check up on the best thing going in NXT right now, which to me is a combination of Adam Cole's rivalry with the entire brand and Dexter Loomis continuing to scare the crap out of and chase Roderick Strong around. While AEW's best thing going is everything Chris Jericho does and the uh, evolution of the tag team of Sonny Kiss and Joey Janela. So make sure you check those out. Not to mention Monday Night Raw is this evening. In the next segment, I'll give you an update on Monday Night Raw. And I'll give you an update on the New Japan Cup and everything that's going on in New Japan as we are through five nights of it. We are through half of the second round in the 2020 New Japan Cup. But first, got to let you guys know about our friends at Pro-Am Belts. Use our promo code TBT15OFF for 15% off your next purchase from them. That's TBT150FF. For 50% off your next purchase from them. ProAmBelts.com. Get one made for your fantasy football league. It's coming up sooner than you think. Or my personal favorite, get one made for the guy who lost the fantasy football league. That's my favorite. 
They made one for us here at Turnbuckle Topics. It looks great. You can find pictures of it on our network Twitter handle, which is double T underscore for you. That's the number for you. Also go to Etsy. Look for the Hidden Talent Company. Our very own Lynn's from Turnbuckle Topic and Topics and her sister are putting out custom gear. They're taking a patriotic and presidential themed term because 4th of July is coming up. I think a lot of us are looking forward to 4th of July. I know I am. So go over to Etsy, the Hidden Talent Company, custom gear from our very own Lynn's and Turnbuckle Topics. So when I return, a preview of Monday Night Raw, an update on the New Japan Cup, and I have a few more opinions about a few more things in this industry. Stick around, it's gonna be fun. Since their earliest days, Dogfish Head has woven off-centered beers and iconic music together. Check out Dogfish Head's full lineup of off-centered ales, including favorites like 60-Minute IPA and Slightly Mighty IPA at dogfish.com. Please drink responsibly. The fourth is your time to show off your skills. Burgers, check. Hot dogs, check. Refrigerator, well, before yours decides to check out and ruin your backyard barbecue, upgrade to a new one. Lowe's has you covered with appliances up to 40% off, like an LG InstaView side-by-side refrigerator for $12.99. With a generous amount of space, you'll have even more room to store your family's favorites and everything on your barbecue menu, too. This year, we're home for the fourth. Visit Lowe's and make it the best it can be. Valid through 7-8, U.S. only. This is the sound of Jeff's first ever low and slow Applewood smoked pork shoulder. And this... Yes, yes, yes! <laughs> yes! ...is the sound he made when it fell right off the bone. <laughs> yeah, are you okay there, Jeff? Oh, it's beautiful! <laughs> Backyard grilling leaves the best marks. Kingsford. For recipes and inspiration, visit kingsford.com. Hey, y'all, Jeff Foxworthy here. Now, if you've ever found yourself repeating the same thing over and over for 75 years, you might be Smokey Bear. Only you can prevent wildfires. That's why I'm filling in for Smokey to switch things up, because there's a lot more to say. And I should know, because my grandfather was a firefighter. And one of the things he taught me is that the people that love the outdoors the most are often the ones accidentally starting wildfires, which means... Always B-Y-O-B. <laughs> no, bring your own bucket to the campfire. And be extra careful with things like burning yard trimmings. Don't just walk away, or chances are you might be starting a wildfire. So for the love of the outdoors, go to SmokeyBear.com to learn more about wildfire prevention. Brought to you by the U.S. Forest Service, your state forester, and the Ad Council. Okay, Simon, what are you wearing right now? Nothing. That's right. And what do people normally wear? Clothes. Exactly. So now Mommy's going to teach you how to dress yourself. Clothes keep us warm, they look good, and if we go out without them, the neighbors will talk. So it's important to know how to get dressed. Here's how it's done. Underwear always comes first, name tag at the back, then pants, then shirt. Get the first button in the right hole, or you have to start all over. If you're wearing a tie, it goes over, round, round, through, and pull tight. Tuck your shirt into your pants and zip up your flap. Socks go in first, then shoes right on right, left on left. With shoelaces, just take the ends, cross them over, switch the loops. The rabbit goes down the hole, pull tight, and you're left with bunny ears. I love bunnies. Good to know. Now remember, spots don't go with stripes, socks don't go with sandals, and if you've tucked in your shirt, wear a belt. Got it? Why are your pants on your head? Most parenting is hard to do in just two minutes. But spending just two minutes twice a day making sure they brush their teeth is easier and could help save them from a lifetime of tooth pain. 
For fun two-minute videos to watch while brushing, visit 2min2x.org. That's 2min2x.org. A message from the Partnership for Healthy Miles, Healthy Lives, and the Ag Council. My dad came to live with us last month, and you know, it's going pretty well. I feel like I never have time for myself. With him being around more, it really lets us catch up on things. His memory isn't what it used to be. We get up and we have coffee. He usually wakes up at 4.30. Then we go for a walk. He needs lots of my attention. I do need to keep an eye on his medications, though. That's important. Sometimes I feel like a pharmacist. I'd say John and the kids are adjusting pretty well. They honestly have no idea what I'm going through. It can be a little challenging. Help. But so far, so good. I could really use just a little help. For those dealing with the daily struggles of caring for a loved one, we hear you. That's why AARP created a community with experts and other caregivers for advice, tips, and support. Together, let's help each other better care for ourselves and the ones we love. Visit aarp.org slash caregiving. A public service announcement brought to you by AARP and the Ad Council. Keyboard Cat, Hamilton the Pug, and Toast Meets World. These are some of the Internet's most beloved pets. And they all have one thing in common. Their stories started in a shelter. Start your story. Adopt a dog or cat today. Visit theshelterpetproject.org to find a pet near you. Training that pet to play the keyboard, that's optional. Start a story. Adopt a shelter or rescue pet today. Brought to you by Maddie's Fund, the Humane Society of the United States, and the Ad Council. What if I could tell you when a wildfire was going to happen? Of course, I can't. But shouldn't you be ready anyway? Go to ready.gov slash communicate and make your emergency plan today. Don't wait. Communicate. Brought to you by FEMA and the Ad Council. Valor Roofing honors our veterans by awarding a new roof to a retired veteran each quarter of the year. To nominate a veteran in need, visit the contest page at 1057thefan.com and raise a roof for a veteran. You're listening to a pre-recorded show. This is Top of the Monday night from 6 to 7 on CBS Sports Radio 1300. Now, give it up for the enforcer, Gil Kuda Jr. Hey, this is a national treasure and the real world's heavyweight wrestling champion, Nick Aldis, and you're listening to Turnbuckle Topics. Welcome back, ladies and gentlemen. Thank you for staying with me here on Top of the Rope Wrestling Radio. My central theme has been, what is the major problem with professional wrestling? And I believe it is us, the fans, creating an environment where it is almost impossible for any promotion to achieve any kind of success with what we would really like to see. Now, granted, that is also, that varies from one television model to another. For example, the I'm referring to the American television model. Promos, interviews, matches, funny segments, scary segments, acting, cinematic things, all rolled into one. You have to judge on a curve for other promotions. Can you judge New Japan the same way you judge WWE? No, because you know why? They make a match, they promote the match, leading up to the match, they all wrestle a bunch of random matches, and then when the date comes, they have the match. That's it. They might talk a little trash in between, but that's it. Very rare you see backstage beatdowns. Very rare you see things outside of the ring. Very rare you see stuff like that in New Japan. So you have to grade it differently. 
For example, in New Japan, they have the New Japan Cup right now, okay? In the first round, I watched Yugi Nagata go up against Minoru Suzuki, which was a match slash a 20-minute contest of who could crack each other in the jaw hardest with a forearm. And it was one of the best things I've watched. However, when I rated the match, I rated the match an 8 out of 10. Now remember, just to refresh you on my rating system, my rating system is a 7 out of 10 means the match got the job done. There were no mistakes, but it wasn't anything special. If you get an 8 or a 9, it means there were extra spots, maybe a surprise finish, a run-in, some things I didn't expect, or it was just so good I had to give it a higher number. And a 10 out of 10 is one of the best matches I've ever seen. So far, I've only given one 10 out of 10, very few 9.5s. That one 10 out of 10 was Mustache Mountain versus DIY at NXT Worlds Collide. The other 9.5s were things like the Boneyard match between AJ Styles and The Undertaker. Phenomenal stuff. But I gave this match an 8. You know why? Because if this match happened between two guys in WWE, I would have given it a 9.5. But it's an 8 because in New Japan, these are the matches that I have grown to expect. So you have to grade that way. Now, if you remember, a couple weeks ago, I gave you an update on the New Japan Cup and where things are currently standing. We had gotten halfway through the first round. Well, we are now all the way through the first round, and we are halfway through the second round, so I feel like it's the best time to give you this update here. Let me run you through the results real quick. In the first round, the unchained gorilla Togi Makabe took on Yoda Suji, perhaps the most notable young lion. Makabe got the win there. The stone pitbull Tomohiro Ishii took on El Desperado. Ishii got the win there. Toro Yano faced Jado. Yano got the win in his classic hilarious fashion. Honma faced Hiromu Takahashi in the greatest comeback opponent, opponent Takahashi could have ever had. Takahashi got the win there. Okada faced Gato in a match where Gato tried to cheat in 47 different ways, and it wasn't enough. Okada still got the win for him. Then Yuji Nagata beat Minoru Suzuki. Uemura, the young lion, went up to face Kanemaru. A lot of people thought Uemura might get the upset. He did not. Kanemaru got the win there. And then the bone soldier, Taji Ishimori, beat Gabriel Kidd. On the other side of it, Hiroshi Tanahashi lost to Taichi in the first round in a surprising upset. Kota Ibushi finally got over the ZSJ curse after losing in the first round to ZSJ for two years in a row. He finally beat him in the first round to move on to the second. Then the coach, Raisuke Taguchi, lost to Sanada. Sho managed to beat Shingo Takagi in another surprise upset. Then Hiroshi Tenzan lost to Yoshihashi. Shout out to Tony from Champions Advantage. We all know Yoshihashi, he's, Yoshihashi is his favorite. Then Yo from Sho and Yo lost to Bushi from LIJ. Hideki Kojima lost to Evil. Hiroki Goto got the win over Yujiro Takahashi, one half of the Tokyo Pimps. Which means the second round is as follows. Makabe faced Tomohiro Ishii, and Ishii got the win to go on to round three. Toru Yano faced Hiromu Takahashi. Takahashi got the win. He will face Ishii in the third round. Kazichika Okada beat Yuji Nagata to move on to round three. And then Ishimori beat Kenemaru to move on to round three. And the second half of round two will be fought at a later date where Taichi will take on Ibushi. 
Sanada will take on Sho, Yoshihashi will take on Bushi, and Evil will take on Goto. So to give you some predictions for what's left of the second round, I think Ibushi gets a win over Taichi. I think Sho gets a win over Sanada and another upset. I think Bushi beats Yoshihashi. I think Goto beats Evil, which would give us quite an interesting third round. Because remember, you got to win five to win this whole tournament. So the New Japan Cup is in full swing. It's all been some fantastic wrestling. I can't wait to see what's next for them. But also, we have what's going on in WWE right now on Monday Night Raw. Now, there are two big matches that are set for the next pay-per-view in WWE, which is called Extreme Rules, The Horror Show. Now, why would they call it The Horror Show? I think it's because Braun Strowman and Bray Wyatt are going to have a cinematic match at Bray Wyatt's stomping grounds, and it's going to be freaky. That's what I think. But set tonight for Raw, there's going to be a double contract signing where the WWE champion, Drew McIntyre, is going to sign his match with Dolph Ziggler. And then Asuka, the WWE Raw Women's Champion, is going to sign her contract to face one half of the Women's Tag Team Champions, Sasha Banks. Now, a double contract signing, it is going to be officiated by none other than Samoa Joe. So that's going to be a lot of fun. Could be a possible monkey wrench with old Joe in there as well. But I think it's going to be fun. I think we are inevitably headed towards the path of the contract signing, you know, because those always are totally professional affairs where nothing ever goes wrong. So I think they are going to go wrong, and I think we are going to be set up with uh, McIntyre and Asuka having a tag team match against Dolph Ziggler and Sasha Banks. I think that is inevitably going to happen. Now, if you remember, Ziggler was on SmackDown quite a bit with Sonya Deville. And a pretty cool little mixed uh, tag team they had going there. But now he's on Raw. Now Sasha Banks, she kind of has the right to be on every show. Because the women's tag team titles are challenged for on all three brands of WWE. So she can kind of be anywhere. But I think you're going to see a lot of SmackDown talent go to Raw and, Raw. and Raw talent go to SmackDown. Why? Because, you know, a case of Corona gets found at the Performance Center. You have to be careful about who's who. And I think inevitably less talent will be used. That's what I think. Also at the Extreme Rules Horror Show, you can expect Nikki Cross to go after the SmackDown Women's Championship against Bayley after she won the four-way women's number one contender match for that. So the horror show to me is going to be a very interesting concept, but what I'm more focused on is what's going to happen over the next two Wednesdays as WWE is bringing back uh, the great American bash, which makes a lot of sense because their first show uh, that's a part of it is on July 1st. Their second show is on July 8th. July 4th is right in between them. So why not bring back the great American bash while AEW is doing Fighter Fest on the same two weeks. Also, I have seen a lot of reports on a lot of wrestling news outlets that Renee Young, 
uh, the wife of John Moxley, who used to be the host of WWE Backstage, which is no longer a weekly show. She used to be on commentary and all that. Uh, unfortunately, she tested positive for COVID-19 quite a while ago, but apparently she's doing okay. But she has said she is going to make a very big announcement on Wednesday. So that leads everyone to immediately believe that baby Moxley might be on the way. I don't know. But she's going to make a big announcement on Wednesday. Now, here's the deal. Mox works for AEW. She works for WWE. I think there's a possibility she might be swapping companies. Maybe. I don't know. But I don't want to speculate all that much because it's her life. Whatever it is, is whatever it is. It's up to her. So I'm curious about what's going to go down on Raw because we have one title feud that I am very curious about, and that is Sasha Banks versus Asuka. I'm very curious about that title feud. Well, the other one is Dolph Ziggler versus Drew McIntyre for the WWE title. I have to say, I'm intrigued. Now, maybe it's just because I'm a really big Dolph Ziggler fan. Maybe that's it. Maybe it's because Drew McIntyre has proven himself quite the champion, although he hasn't gotten quite as much exposure as a champion regularly would. Maybe it's because I'm curious what the backlash of it is going to be when it comes to Bobby Lashley. But now Bobby Lashley's wife, if they still are, I mean, all he did was ask for a divorce. I never saw a divorce actually happen, but maybe that's what happened. He asked for a divorce, and they're just like, yep, those two are done together forever. I, I don't know. But apparently, Natalia and Lana are now palling up. And a lot of wrestling fans are going, ugh, that is the worst possible thing you could do. They're both so boring. Why would you put them together? And my thing and my response to that is, you just answered the question. If they're both that boring, if they're both, then that's the perfect two to put together. If they're that similar, they'll probably work well. That's how this goes, okay? Because for some reason, wrestling fans love tag teams that are naturally opposites. Opposites attract. Look at the AEW Tag Team Champions. Kenny Omega and Hangman Page. Hangman Page is always drinking, constantly has a drink in his hand. And Kenny Omega is Mr. Health and Fitness himself. Mr. Mind and Soul himself. And they're the Tag Team Champions. And they're like, yeah, we get along, but we're not really buddies. But you know, it works. Remember Team Hell No? Daniel Bryan and Kane? Those two basically hated each other. But everybody loved it. All right? Great run. They sent them to therapy. All of it. People love that type of tag team. But people also love tag teams that are so incredibly in sync, it's impossible to believe. Like when the Shield was together, single tier. Like when the Shield was together. They worked so well together. It was scary. But if you find something in between, eh, it might not work. I don't know. But my biggest question is this. If NXT UK really is in trouble, no, I don't know if it is. I don't think it is. I think they're going to bring it back. First of all, you got to find a lot of new talent. you got to put some strict rules in place if you want to work for NXT UK. Because a lot of these allegations were against British wrestlers. But if it is in trouble, my question is, where are the women going to end up? There's a lot of great female talent on NXT UK. What's going to happen to them? What's going to happen to Kaylee Ray, the NXT UK Women's Champion? What's going to happen to Tony Storm, who everybody thinks is the next big thing? I personally don't see it, but if she's popular, she's going to, it's going to be someone they want to pursue. I'm just curious. What's going to happen with that? What's going to happen with the NXT UK Champion? Walter, or Volta, if you say it that way. Uh, what's going to happen to him? 
What's going to happen to guys like Pete Dunn, who were not accused but happened to be on the brand or working for them? Now, Pete was technically part of regular NXT, and then he went back home, and then the lockdown hit, and he couldn't come back. So maybe that's he's not part of the NXT UK roster anymore. But we'll see. We'll see. It's a very curious times we live in as wrestling fans. So my simple request to all of you is just watch it, man. Just watch it. If you like it, you like it. If you don't, you don't. I'm not saying don't tweet. You have every right to tweet. Go ahead. Say whatever you want. Again, I don't have a problem with you being a greedy wrestling fan. And quite honestly, as, as much as it bothers me, I really can't have a problem with you getting everything you ask for and then still being upset. But I'll just let you know, if you want to venture into my business, the podcast business, the content creator business, and that's how you operate, it's going to be really hard for people to associate with you. Because no matter what, you will never seem to be happy. But also remember, that's the image that we're supposed to project. That's the image that I'm supposed to project as somebody with a radio show, with a podcast. I'm supposed to be the guy that's never happy. I'm supposed to be the angry expert that knows it all and tells you that. Let me tell you right out the bat, I am not an expert. I am a fan. I read up on this. I watch it. I do my best. But I do not consider myself an expert in this field. But I do my best. And you are kind enough to listen to my opinions. And I thank you for that. But I'll have you know, my opinions will be my opinions and it will be very difficult for you to change them. So, case in point, WWE is owning the model right now. AEW is not going about this the right way in terms of longevity, despite the current circumstances. New Japan is back on track. Good for them. Hope they keep it up. Ring of Honor is in some serious trouble. And Impact Wrestling just had to fire two of its biggest stars. One of them was Tessa Blanchard, who, according to some reports, is already getting talked to by WWE. So we'll see where that goes. But hey, man, enjoy Raw tonight. I'm curious what will happen. I'm curious if the Mysterio family will get into any deeper trouble with Seth Rollins and his disciples. I'm curious about the double contract signing. That's the only announcement I've had. And also, one last reminder. Remember, this show was recorded about five hours before I actually went on the air. So if any news comes out in between now and then, I was unaware of it. All right. Guys, that is it for me. Please listen to me. Please listen to the rest of the Turnbuckle Topics Network. We we will do our best to bring you as much awesome content as we can, even given the circumstances. That's it for me. I'll see you guys next week. The preceding was a paid program, and the views expressed on this show do not represent the views of WJZ AM, Intercom Communications, its sponsors, or affiliates. I had cancer for the fourth time. I have bipolar disorder. I was hit by a car. I have a rare disease. I have Down syndrome. Children's health care in the United States is severely underfunded. We can't wait while the debate over a funding solution continues. Kids can't wait. Give to the Children's Miracle Network Hospital's COVID-19 Impact Fund. Text CHILD to 51555. CHILD to 51555. Have you ever wanted to learn a new language like French, Spanish, or Russian, but thought it would be too difficult and time-consuming? Then go to Babbel.com and try it for free. 
Babbel works because it's built around real life. It teaches you everyday practical conversations that you will actually use. In 15 minutes a day, you'll be on your way to speaking a new language in just a few weeks. Babbel uses a modern conversation-based technique that makes language engaging, fun, and memorable. It starts by teaching you words and phrases. Then, sentences gradually get more complex. Soon, you're practicing short conversations about real-life topics. Babbel is created by language experts who use the space repetition method to help you learn quickly and remember what you learned. With Babbel, you can speak a new language. Babbel. Language for life. Now try Babbel for free. Just go to Babbel.com and start learning a new language today. That's Babbel.com. B-A-B-B-E-L dot com. Well, Jason, I've got to tell you, you're pretty much everything this company is looking for in an entry-level candidate. Great. Your resume isn't quite what we're used to, but you've got a fantastic work ethic. Thank you. And I'm impressed by how you carry yourself. So, should we talk about the job? Uh, what? The job? Oh, sorry. Yeah, I have no way of recruiting or even meeting you. This interview didn't happen. It may sound ridiculous, and that's because it kind of is. There's a huge pool of talent your company is missing out on. Meet the grads of life. Who are they? Talent worth knowing about. Young adults of unique determination and experience. An ideal fit for your company in an entry-level position, internship, or even mentorship. They might not have every qualification you typically look for, but they're exactly who your company needs. Man, we really could have used him. Don't miss out on a resource many innovative companies have already discovered. Go to gradsoflife.org to learn how to find, cultivate, and train this great pool of untapped talent. Brought to you by the Ad Council and gradsoflife.org. CBS Sports Radio 1300 is WJZ AM Baltimore, WJZ FM HD3 Cajunsville, Baltimore. Your home for Maryland Terrapin Sports and live sports talk around the clock.